I'll bless you tonight. You can just bring and zoom up here, Joe. I don't need the on my screen here. Yeah, there we go. God bless you. God bless you, and God bless you at the camp. Good to see you. We just uh, want to welcome everybody to the service tonight. I just wanted to have a, just a little announcement um, before we started the service. I know Brother Ed mentioned a little bit about Brother Tom being in the hospital again. And uh, so we wanted just to alleviate a little bit of wonder, why is Brother Tom in the hospital again? Uh, and just what has happened is the little area on his foot has, uh, has had tr- trouble healing the tissues on the, on the top of his foot where the incision was. And, uh, and so they've just been wanting to see that heal, and that's why he hasn't been able to, to walk. Yet the apparatus is fine, but it's the tissue that hasn't healed completely. And so uh, what has had to happen is they've had to actually clear away a lot of the, the tissue that has not been healing, and they're replacing and doing a bit of a skin graft, actually, and going to be cutting away a lot of, uh, some of the area and then taking a piece from um, his arm, actually, and then putting that in his foot. And it's a, it's quite a, a quite a procedure, actually. And um, so he's back in the hospital. That happens tomorrow morning, uh, on Monday, and he'll be there really for the remainder of the week, actually, because they're wanting to make sure there's no infection and, and, and such. It's a little involved, quite a bit of an involved procedure. And so we cover your prayers. If you can keep praying for him, now you know what to pray for. Uh, wondering maybe what uh, what was uh, wrong there. And he's he's streaming. He's uh, He's uh, watching right now, but uh, please do pray for him. He's kind of back in that cycle a little bit again of the pain and, and all of that. So we're just trying to get that under control. So we just pray that you keep him in your prayers as we go through this next uh, cycle a little bit. And also pray for the our internet here as we uh, come into the service tonight. But Derek, if you can hear me, we'll hand the service over to you and in uh, song and worship if you can. Lead us here at the congregation and on the internet and there in the chapel. We we uh, pray that the Lord just take over the service tonight. Amen. So, Brother Derek, it's all all in your hands. Or hopefully not in my hands. We can't hear. We don't have any audio. We have no audio. Uh oh. While they're working on that, why don't we sing what Brother Ryan's playing? You deserve the glory.
audience, those connected by way of the internet. I think they can hear me outside of here. Is that correct, Brother Jonathan? They're okay? Wonderful. Let's sing together, Oh, See the Bright Light Shine. It's almost home time. Brother Michael, just to let you know, if you don't already, we didn't hear anything. Um, We're pretty good at reading lips, but I don't think we caught everything that you were saying. So we'll either have to play that back or you're going to need to tell us one more time so we get it real good. Praise the Lord. Doesn't it feel good to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Well, in the sanctuary there in Cloverdale, as it is here, the atmosphere is just real nice. And we appreciate each and every one of you being here, bringing your little lick of fire. Let's sing a few songs. We've got a real special baby dedication tonight. It's going to be dedicating a grandchild. It's going to be a wonderful service this evening. We're happy to be here with you. Oh, see the bright light shine out all the time.
and dine. Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. Amen. That's his promise to each and every one of us. We've got that on the screen. identify with the sacrifice that he made on Calvary shed his blood for us but us that have the sin need to identify with that sacrifice because he became sin that we could be sinless set free from our guilt and our shame as we sing this tonight claim the blood if you need healing this evening if you have a need in your body loved one that you're praying for identify with Jesus Christ tonight he is the way Let's sing this together. He became me so that I might become him by grace. He became me so that I might become him by grace. 
to gather in your name thank you father for the opportunity lord for prepare not only here lord but you're prepared all that you have done lord in our lives lord to prepare us lord on this side so we may enter lord on the other side father Oh, Father, if there's anything in our lives, Lord, which is not pleasing you, may you take it, Father. And may we just step into a different dimension tonight, Father, that we may serve you better, Lord, and that we may just commune with you tonight, Lord Jesus, Father. May you take Brother John, Lord, and may you use him, Lord. May you just speak through him, Father. May you take him fully aside, Lord. And if there's any nervousness, Lord, may you take it away, Father. May you just feel comfortable, Lord, and may you... Speak through him is my prayer tonight, Father. May you just have your way, Father. May you bless each and every one wherever they are, Father. We came, Father, to hear from you, not from a man, Lord, but from from you and you alone, Lord. We're so grateful, Father, for this place, for the opportunity to gather, Lord. It's good to see one another, Lord, but it's even better to see you, Lord, and want to see you face to face, Lord. May you just come, Lord. We invite you, Lord Jesus, Father, to come in our midst, Father to come wherever the saints are gathered, Lord, over the internet, wherever, Father. You're not restricted by places, Lord. You can go wherever someone is who needs you, Lord, and may you touch each and every one, Father. Someone is in physical need, Lord, may you touch them right now, Father. It's my prayer, Lord. You're more than able, Lord Jesus, wherever it is, whatever it is, Lord. doesn't matter what it is, Father. We may name certain things, and we are sometimes even afraid of certain things. If the doctor 
There's a certain diagnosis, Lord, but we know to you it's nothing, Lord. At the cross, you paid the price, Father. We're so grateful for that, Lord. We can just claim it and walk in it, Lord Jesus. We're so grateful for it, Father. May you give us what we need, Lord, prayer, Father. May you take us, Lord. May you take Brother Derek as he's leading songs, Lord. Bless the baby dedication, Father. Commit everything into your hand. May you be pleased with our worship. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you as you have your seats this evening. We're going to go ahead and have the a special this evening. Sister Charity Caldwell and Sister Jessica Andes are going to come. Sister Jessica Andes and Brother Tim are going to have their baby dedicated by Brother John this evening. So it's a family affair. Amen. So we're going to have them come and sing us. Brings beauty. 
to God. Isn't the Lord fantastic? Is the Lord good tonight? Let's sing that uh, uh, baby dedicational song. Do you know? Bring them in. Bring them in. We'll just go ahead and sing that. We prepare for this baby dedication. Bring them in. thank the Lord and we want to receive tonight this gift into our assembly and uh, we know we might be separate uh, but we just want to give the Lord thanks tonight for wonderful young lady Liberty Dawn Andes as uh, we want to dedicate her to the Lord tonight brother Timothy is my son and sister Jessica so we're family here tonight but we're all the family of God Liberty means freedom or to be free and brother timothy and sister jessica is their desire for her is for her to have freedom in the lord and this is a good place for that to happen isn't it liberty and then dawn her name means the first appearance of light after darkness or the dawn of a new day so it speaks of freedom and the first appearance of light is dawn She was born on June the 12th, 2020. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. We're glad for the spirit of God. 
the family in heaven and earth is named Jesus. And Paul was speaking about that. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we thank God for giving liberty, uh, Brother Timothy and Sister Jessica. And the song was so fitting, Brother Titus, that. the doors and the only thing you have to do is walk out and claim your liberty this is liberty today all of us were in a prison house but when liberty comes we can be free we have a receipt from God he goes on to say that the debt is paid and Jesus said in his last words it is finished every redemptive blessing was completely finished God's great wrath on sin, when he became sin for us, the debt was settled. Satan has no more power, only he can bluff with it. And if he can bluff you into it, all right, you'll have to have it. But legally, he has no power at all. Surely the family can rejoice tonight. It's more than a baby dedication. It's an announcement to the devil. He might try to bluff us. But greater is he, the spirit of the Lord among us, than he that's in the world. Brother Branham's talking about how Satan has no power. That's where the price was paid at Calvary. He's nothing but. Return in Jubilee. Uh, Leviticus 25 verse 9. Then shall thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. And the day of the atonement ye shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land. And ye shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land. Unto the inhabitants thereof. This is liberty gone. But in the 50th year, we were to proclaim liberty throughout all the land. And in the habits thereof, it shall be a jubilee unto you. And you shall return every man to his inheritance, to his possession. And you shall return every man to his family. May this gift from the Lord, liberty dawn, be a bright expression of the freedom and the liberty and the jubilee that has come to us. Through the message of this hour, may this liberty bring joy and happiness to all around her. Amen. God bless you. Let's just dedicate her to the Lord. Father, you have given this beautiful young girl into the Andes family, into the Andes home. Her grandfather and grandmother on both sides are here in this service. Brother Ron Caldwell, Sister Star Caldwell. The great grandparents are here. Joyce Andes. We are. Jessica and Brother Titus into their home, this lovely, beautiful gift. 
And Lord, in our hands and in all of our families, we all fall short and feel little. But in your hands, and tonight we're making the transfer from our hands into your hands. And we're dedicating Liberty Dawn Andes to you. And we're giving this life that you have given to this family. We are giving her back to you, Lord. We pray for strength and health. We pray that she would be a joy and a happiness. And as her name is expressed of liberty and jubilee, may it be a great bright light and a dawning to those that she would be around for the rest of her life, that she would be a happiness and a joy. Lord, you put this gift into this family. Now they are giving her. Even the saints within this service and those that are streaming, liberty is a gift from you to us. But we give her back to you in this atmosphere and in your presence. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen, Brother Timothy. Sister Jessica. God bless you, Brother Titus. Amen. Praise be to God. Let's stand and sing a song, Brother. Ryan and Brother Derek, just go ahead. And he, hallelujah. Brother John is just. So we know the Lord must have something. Our brother Ernie Villain away. But it's not uh, strong enough to take the service. God will visit you, Brother Ernie, tonight where you're at home. And may God just pour back strength into your life. May the Lord visit us tonight. You come expecting. And you that are in your homes, you that are gathered, just let's tonight be a, a love token back to Jesus. We're one week closer. We're one day closer to our body change, Brother Jonas. Amen. Let's sing this together.
Welcomed already in the atmosphere and the singing and the prayers. Lord, we are one week closer, one day closer. We're one service. After this morning, we're one service closer to the change. Lord, would the Holy Spirit just breathe through Mount Baker by camp? Let it sweep up across the border into Canada, down through 60th Avenue into the Clover. through the places the offices and the places that might seem private to the eye but you know all the secrets of our hearts tonight we want to open up ourselves to you Lord Jesus and let the presence of God just come and minister in a special way thank you for the musicians thank you for the brothers making this possible for us to be together like this Lord for the wonderful miracles and things you're doing, Lord, and what you've done. Give you glory and praise. We've come to participate in the presence of God. And oh, Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing. Bless the service and the word in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to let you have your seats. Maybe wave to someone. Amen. And turn around and wave to them or say, God bless you or greet them. Amen, Brother Dick. And thank you, musicians. That's good. Amen. God bless you. Uh, tonight, it's so good to be able to welcome you into the presence of the Lord Jesus and that he is here tonight. Tomorrow, and uh, just been some things in the wound that wasn't uh, healing exactly right, and so they're needing to come back again and do some more um, procedures tomorrow. So just communicating with Brother Tom uh, a few minutes ago, he wanted to be remembered to you, and uh, just real from his heart, be able to bless the congregation. And um, I wonder if we can just say, "God bless you, Brother Tom." May the Lord just cause healing. And I 
you know, I was just sharing with him from our little cabin. Um, you know, Jesus had someone to help him the last few steps when Jesus was carrying his cross up the hill to Calvary. And I just let Brother Tom know that we would be helping him tonight carry his cross and the pain and the suffering that our lovely Lord Jesus would just be his portion and your prayers and our prayers would just lift up our brother Tom at this time. And we do want to remember brother Ernie that the Lord will just help him. Just a few weeks ago, he was in an accident. There was a hit and run accident. Someone didn't have insurance and hit brother Ernie. And so he's kind of been dealing with some dizziness and things from that accident. And so we want to remember him. And tonight, as we go to the word, it's, I was thinking even in the last seven to 10 days, we haven't really had so many uh, that have been so close to us affected by this COVID virus, this global pandemic. And there has been some in, in the United States, Canada and other places that have been affected by this. The ministers and churches and other churches have been shut down and uh, brothers and sisters that you would dearly love. And, and uh, we just want to remember the many needy globally that are suffering with this. Can we do that tonight? And just pray that the Lord Jesus will just come and strengthen his people, strengthen their lungs, strengthen their bodies, and just drive back this virus. Amen. Amen. While we're going through this life, we certainly are affected by these things, but we pray the Lord would just breeze by their way. Who's ever had a question in your life? Anybody ever had a question? Tonight's service is for you. Tonight's service is for you. And it was just after nine this morning, we got from Brother Ernie that he wasn't feeling well. And so tonight's service is something prepared and thought about for us together. So I wonder if we can just stand together and turn to Second Peter chapter 3. Brother Jonathan, am I going to be able to see anything tonight or... Um, it's a black screen, but I'm sure there's people on the other side. Second Peter, thank you, thank you. Second Peter chapter three. Now I can see the believers in the uh, Cloverdale Bible Way Assembly. God bless you. Would you just like to wave a little bit, Brother Jonathan, just for a few seconds? Can we show this on the screen? Um, I just want you to fellowship a little bit. God bless you. You can just wave a little bit and uh, see who's there on the other side. God bless you. We. Love you tonight with the love of the Lord and just pray that God's sweet spirit. You know, last Sunday night, I heard from one of the deacons that was there in Cloverdale. And he said at the end of the service and the after service, just the same anointing and presence that was here in this chapel was very real there. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we want? Just the Lord Jesus doesn't need a passport and he's not hindered by no miles or distances he can be across the ocean tonight in africa or new zealand or china oh god and there's some things we can't even say publicly but to those brothers and sisters that are needy tonight in different places may the lord visit you in a special way thank you brother jonathan second peter chapter three we'll start reading at verse one excuse me for getting broken Tonight, we'd like to speak on eternity has all the answers. Eternity 
has all the answers. Peter said it like this in chapter 3, verse 1. The second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the word spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Scoffers is also mockers. People that make fun of you. People that look down on you. Know this, that in the last days, are we in the last day? Mocking spirit and a scoffing spirit. They would be walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For this they willingly are ignorant. Perish. But the heavens word are kept in store. Reserved unto the fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, can we all say beloved? Beloved, not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. Day. So he's only been gone for about two days. And he's coming back really soon. When he said, I come quickly, he's coming. He might be here by the morning. God's given us another service to just make everything right. And let's all be ready. Can we say amen? We talk about heaven and the future home and everything in our past. It's all in our past. We have today to say, Lord, I want everything under the blood. Eternity has all the... This one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some... Long suffering with repentance, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons holy conversation? And godliness. Looking for. That's what we heard from our pastor this morning. Watch and pray. Looking for. And hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. 
Nevertheless, here we are. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Our last verse, verse 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. God bless you. You can have your seats tonight. God bless you. We're looking for a new heavens and a new earth. Amen. We're not here to get comfortable in Laodicea. Right. This world is not our home. Even tonight, we might look at one another. We might just think we're in a service. You might be streaming from your home or from your office, from a tablet or from your phone. But I believe as believers, we've been taught very well that we are in a fight and a great battle. Satan globally is trying to destroy the bride of Christ and take away our faith and destroy our love. He's trying to rape the bride as she's the only virtuous woman that there is left on the face of the earth. As we know that Brother Branham had a preview of the bride and he saw the modern church of USA and rocking to the rock and roll music. And it wasn't the world, it was the church. And she was moving to the rock and roll music and how Satan by his internet and by his web had brought her to be so deceived that she thought she was virtuous. She thought she was clean. She thought she was righteous. And God said, you are naked. You are miserable. You're without form. There's no godliness about you. And all of us were born in that kind of a condition. All of us were born in that type of sin. Even precious liberty a dawn that we dedicated tonight. She needs to be born again. We, we can do all we can as parents and grandparents. And even as a church, we can do all we can. And we can have camp services. And we can have youth meetings and Sunday school. And we can have, you know, marriage weekends. And we can do all that we can for one another. But when it really comes down to it, We just all need Jesus. We need him tonight. We need him tonight. And even as we approach this service. And I want to speak tonight on eternity. Has all the answers. I want to remind you of last Sunday. When brother Branham was ending a future home. And speaking a long service. And taking the next service on proving his word. And he announced that he wanted to have questions and answers. And he took the next two Sundays, four services, speaking on questions and answers. And if you would take your time to listen to some of those questions and hear the prophet's answers. He never berated the people. He never chastised them for asking about birth control or asking about a son that was rebellious or a daughter that had gone wayward. He never spoke harshly to a sister that had an arrogant husband. I'm using his words, an arrogant husband 
or he never spoke to a husband that the wife wasn't really serving the Lord. He never spoke rudely and, and legalistically. He never said, I'll just leave her. No, he, he spoke uh, in a way to restore redemptively. And when I think of the presence of God, I always think of a pulsating spirit that is saying, come unto me. Come back to the fountain. Come back to your ought to be condition. Let the Holy Spirit just blow away the fog and blow away the hindrances and blow away a spirit that might be attached to your old nature. And we struggle with that and we die to ourselves daily as that is our daily challenge, brother Jerry, even strong Christians is. Could be seen in us. But as we take this thought tonight of eternity. Has all the answers. I'm just going to speak it to you. The way the Lord spoke it into our hearts. Nice to see the Wong family. And the Hildebrandt family there. In the service. There's many things about this life. That we may never understand. There's many things that. You have gone through. Or are going through tonight. That you will never understand. And when God brings salvation. And the new birth for the believer. That does not give us total understanding. About every detail of our lives. Many of you in experience. We so appreciate that. That does not give us understanding. About every detail of our lives. Lives on earth. Only eternity will reveal all the answers. Just wanting to come to a sinner or a brother. Maybe this is for an elder. As we even think of Brother Tom. One that has fought for us and prayed for us. And been a leader among us even in our church. And we could ask the question why? Why after six weeks? Why after eight weeks couldn't the wound have been healed? Why couldn't it have been? And correctly come back together. Why couldn't it have just been whole? Why is he back into the hospital? Why is he needing another painful procedure that involves the nerves and involves a covering over that wound center, that wound place? You'd say, why is it going to be delayed further? Why has it been pushed back there? Why? And, and these questions linger for all of us tonight about why this is happening. Do you know last Sunday was the last Sunday for several families in South Africa. And last Monday they were driving their SUV down the road on Monday after having some services. And there was a pastor and his dear wife. Brother George was his name and his wife. And her name was Sister Liz. And they had their daughter a sister Eunice and, and then their son-in-law, Pastor Babes, which was a young, which was a minister in their car. There was four of them driving the road. The pastor was driving and all of a sudden they're tired. The vehicle and I saw the pictures of the vehicles that lay by the side of the road with strewn out there, the belongings and the pastor. Was able to just crawl out and look out, and immediately three of those believers' lives were taken just like that. 
Pastor babes that had children and his dear wife, Sister Eunice, they were taken suddenly. And then the pastor, the senior pastor, his wife, Sister Liz. So can you imagine you start out your week on a Monday just driving down the road and within a few days, within a few hours, you're being placed into the ground and with tears of weeping of family and believers in South Africa tonight, I'm sure there's many questions about why and why is this happening? And Brother Babes was a young brother. He was a a minister of the gospel that had been put into prison and had been charged. Uh, And he wasn't guilty of the crime, but because of the corruption of the government in South Africa, he served for almost seven years after he was married. And he had to be in prison for seven years where he won people to Christ and, and won people to the Lord. But he came out after seven years to be united back to his wife, Sister Liz, for just a very short time them to be taken suddenly i'm sure their children are asking why lord you took our daddy for seven years almost and then you take him away and our mother and and our grandmother and i'm sure the church is asking why is this going why is this happening in our church i want to say only eternity has all the answers when brother bradham spoke up about eternity as being a circle. At the beginning, it doesn't have an end. It's eternity. It just goes around and around. That's like eternity is a circle. But then there's a little hickey, he called it. Just a little flicker off of that circle. It goes in and it has a beginning and it has an end. And that's called time. And we all have it a birth. And we all have a passing. And you know, unless the Lord would take us in the change, there's going to be a passing for all of us that are here in this chapel or there in Coverdale or dreaming this service. There was a beginning. There's going to be an end. But for all of us as believers, there's going to be a going back to eternity, going back to God. We're going, we're on a trip tonight to our future home. But when we speak about eternity, Eternity never had a beginning and it'll never have an end. But while we're in the space of time, there's many questions and some might be asking these questions tonight. Well, what is life and what is all this about? No matter what country you're from or no matter what culture or background or skin color or language you may speak, these are questions. What about all of this? What about this that happened? And come on, preacher. Come on, Brother Branham. Can't you give us the answer? Come on, Daddy. Come on, Mommy. Come on, loved one. Don't you have an answer? Can't you give me a word that'll satisfy my soul? Can't you give us an answer? You know, it's only Jesus that can satisfy a real believer's heart. All the questions, all the things that you might be wrestling with tonight. But you know, it's kind of amazing. God made us this way as humans, I think, that people are always trying to figure things out. Is that true? (laughs) Always trying to figure things out. And I I wonder why sometimes, why do so many think they need to know why this happened? You know, things, events happen in our lives. 
Christians and then we have shallow thinkers. And Brother Biscoe talked about some of our children and some of us that they're intelligent and they're smarter. We have some of those that are here in the service like Brother Jeremiah Lovell, you know, he just, you know, graduated with an... Uh, struggle with just, you know, making it along. And I was walking, I think, yesterday in my house, and I was just being honest with myself. And, and I was saying, Brother John, I mean, you don't have a lot of things. You don't have a lot of gifts. I mean, look at you. And and it's just so true. Some of us, you know, we're, we're it's like we're hanging on with a brittle, brittle thread of, you know, I mean, who am I? And, you know, what is my life? I just, you feel like a little ant, or you feel like a little piece of dust, and you feel like this and you know friends sometimes we all go through things of our lives sister charity and sister jessica sang that song i believe the lord has done some crushing and he's done some breaking amongst the bride of christ and why do we always try to figure things out and why do so many think that they need to know why this happened? And, you know, what's going to happen in the future? Well, if you would just tell me what was going to happen, then I would be happier. You know, where are we going? You know, if someone could just lay it all out there the next three weeks or the next four weeks, you say, well, where are we going with this? It would surely help maybe you feel settled. But it's kind of in our human spirits. We want to know when and we want to know how and we want to know why. And, and we've asked those questions from little from a little child and, and youth where kind of has those questions, but they linger even in adulthood. And I found even people, even in their midlife and even in the elder time of their life, they're always thinking about things. And why did that happen? And what are we going to do with have I ever found my position? Have I ever found my place? These are all questions. And I believe there's a song, Brother Derek and Brother Ryan, that says we will understand it better. By and by. That means when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, we're going to understand it better on the other side. So tonight as we look at our thought, eternity has all the answers. And if it seems all broken up and where are you coming from, Brother John? Well, I just had a few hours to prepare. All right. Can you have a little mercy for us? Eternity has. That means it possesses. It has the answers. We will understand it better in that new body. Just for that little moment of pain, that little twinge of, of the change. And when we're in our new body and we're looking back to this vial of body, we would say, that's getting old and it's passing away. Just a moment in that new body looking back, we'll have those questions answered. Oh, now I see. Eternity has the answers means, oh, now. I understand. It's like a, oh, I see it now. Brother Stephen, if I would have known that, if I would have known now 
what we're going to know then. Oh, it would help me so much. And it just, when we're in that other side, when we press into that new place, oh, now I know, now I know. And things we were striving for, things we were trying to make happen, or things we were wondering why this other person in your life, why were they acting that way? Why were they doing that? And sometimes we lose control. Sometimes it just seems like we're looking for answers in another person. And the Lord is always bringing us back around. He's always bringing us back around to say eternity has all the answers. Stop looking to the now. Stop looking with just what you can see with your eyes and just the good feeling of life. Life is more than just a good feeling. It's having Jesus in our lives. It's having the Holy Ghost. It's having the fog just slip away out of that, 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 that something that has held us down as even believers. God help us tonight. If God would just help us look past the curtain of time and we would look back, it would help us so much. Oh God, it's not just with what we see. It's not just even how we feel. It's knowing that God is in control. And I'm asking tonight, do we really trust him? Do we really trust Christian brother John? But when it all comes down to the, where the rubber meets the road, do we really trust the Lord? Or are we trusting our bank accounts? Are we trusting our husband? Are we trusting our wives? What if God... in your family to go wayward or maybe three months or six months we're gone in the six almost seven months of this global pandemic and sometimes i really wonder are we closer to the lord are we further down the road or are some slipping lost that really love for the lord and the passion to know him and and go down that spiritual journey I wonder enough we can be honest with ourselves and honest enough with one another to create an atmosphere and we dig at it and it itches and we and we feel it oozing around and it doesn't look good and it doesn't feel right and we wonder why Here's the voice of the Holy Spirit saying to someone tonight, eternity has all the answers. I don't know, friends, but I believe the Holy Spirit deals with our ministry, deals with the minister to speak exactly what we have need of, what the vitamins we have need of, and what we need for that change, and where we're at in our families and where our, our young people are at and where our young adults are at and where our millennial groups are at elders are at in our in our where are our elders and where are the older ones visit Ruth sister Ruth Frederick Here she is in her 80s, and we physically hadn't seen her since March. 
And sure, we've texted her and sure, we've given her voice messages and she's responded back and and, and everything like that. But, you know, there's something about all this social distancing and not being together that is not right. Can the congregation say amen? It's not right that sons and daughters of God aren't able to be together. It's not right that we're not able to fulfill the word of God to gather ourselves together so much more as you see the day approaching. It's just not right. It's not right that we have to be six feet or I have to be at least 12 feet from you. Because they say, oh, a minister is spirited and, you know, something might get on to the congregation. In the chapel here and the deacons have been so well last weeks, how we've all been the brothers and the sisters. But I still want to say above all of that, it is not right. Cross the border and be together at Cloverdale Bible Way tonight. It's just not right. Rather than asking the question, why and why did this happen and when? And, you know, we'd all love to be there next Sunday. We love the guidelines to fall immediately. We love the board. Of everyone to be able to gather and worship and what a great service that's going to be but we can keep going around and around and, and, and getting frustrated every time they announce oh it's June 21st oh it's July 21st oh it's you know then it's August 21st then it's September 21st now it's October 21st then it's November and you know I crossed the border the other day and one of the border guards said yeah they're talking You know, and we don't want to just another that we're going through as the final say. Amen. I'm speaking from my heart more than. All the consistency is not right. That's why we're on the other side. Is that, there isn't no angel saying, oh, but you know, it's tape measures and little arrows in heaven. Brother Bradham didn't see big corridors and all the sisters over here and all the brothers over here and there wasn't a mass group over there. That's not what it's going to be like. I'm... Praise the Lord. <laughs> Some of you can at least smile tonight. It's not right to wear a mask. covering your face. God made you to smile and to look. <laughs> I'm reminded of what, what Brother Bradham talked about people that smoke. You know, they smoke and he said, if God would have wanted you to smoke, he would have made you with a chimney to go out for. You know, it's not normal. It's just but we can spend our time there, but there's not going to be any politics in heaven. Hallelujah. I mean, we're coming into 
October this week. And we're going to share it for the next week. Politics and politics and opposing and opposite. You know, you can look at the very same thing. You can say, well, look at that book there. And someone else will say, no, look at that desk. I think it's, I think it's red. I think it's purple. No, I think it's white. What do you all think? Opposite. It sounds like Tixum. They can have the very same. It's nothing but the spirit of Satan. Wanting to divide and wanting to conquer and wanting to. There's not going to be any politics in heaven. You know, yard signs and all the little placards and everybody's out with their agenda. I'm glad we're going to a place where there is no opposite agenda. Where you don't have to worry about where's the person coming from or what's in their mind. We're going back to the mind of God. We're going back to where we were called to live and be free. Hallelujah. Where the water's pure. Where the youth are there. Well, we're all going to be 18 or 19 or 20 and we're not going to have to go to work tomorrow. And we're not going to have to be in pain no more. We're not going to have to suffer no more. We can look at one another in the face and say, all will be peace forevermore. Brother David, on that happy golden shore. Hallelujah. We can run. We can laugh. We can be free. Oh, how Satan wants to get us all down and just, you know, where we're just kind of always wondering and questioning and things are opposite and things want to divide. That shows it's a spirit of Satan where God is not the author of confusion, but he's a God that is very, he has the answers. He knows everything, but he's just watching your character. Believe me tonight, God could just take the, take the uh, blanket off of the whole situation and show you now. But he's waiting until that other side where you can look back and say, oh, I understand. Is God training us? Is God got a bit in our mouths and the reins in his hands and he's just holding on saying, little bride, I'm getting you to trust me. I'm getting you to love me. Just put your hand in my hand and keep walking. Keep walking. It's a walk of faith. It's a walk of love. It's a walk of trusting. Lord, I want to trust you more. Hallelujah. Even when we have technical difficulties and we can't see those in Cloverdale. God sees you. God knows your heart. He knows your name. House tonight. And visit Sister Ruth Frederick. I thought, oh my, you know, all the mind games, you know, she's one of our elder sisters and she might not want to have a visitor and all the distancing and all the things about older and, you know, all the mind games that go on. And, but how is she doing? How is she really doing? We haven't seen her for six months. She needs a visitor. And I, so finally on Tuesday, I just was way up in Canada in our office and I texted her. I said, you know, 
You're on our hearts. We'd like to see you. I'll be willing to come. And if you've got two chairs, we'll sit outside and I'll sit way over here and you can sit over there, you know, and we can talk together. We just want to see how you do. She said, said, come, just come. So we drove all the way across the border and came all the way to Linden and was able to share. And do you know when I walked into her little house, just walked into her little place there, brother Jeff, what was the message she had laying right on her table? The future home. She said, yes, brother John, I've been listening to that. I've been reading that message. It was the very message we've been preaching out of now for these weeks now. Here you have one of our sisters, a rugged sister. And I just walked around the end of her table and I saw what she was reading on her, on her Bible, sister Tracy. And it was Isaiah 65 and Isaiah 66. Isaiah speaking about the millennium and the future home. I thought, you know what? Sister Ruth is doing just fine. <laughs> I said, so how you been doing, Sister Ruth? Oh, she said, I've been working with Brother Cobus and, and the Eston Highs. We've been working on the translations. And Brother John, I've been working on the Lugandan. It was an African language. I thought, when did you know African? Oh, no, I don't know African. But she said, Brother John, many times when they translate it down there and it'll all run together, I can see from the English, where to put a comma, where does something needs to be capitalized on. You are incredible. Here's a sister that is in her 80s. That, you know, we could have visited her and I could have saw a bunch of, you know, Kleenexes and, you know, boxes of Kleenexes in her trash. And woe is me and oh, brother John, I didn't find a sister like that. She's sitting on her couch. Yes, we were respecting social distancing. She's way over there and I'm way over here. But how you doing, Sister Ruth? Oh, the Lord's been good to us. I've been loving the services. I've been loving the Lord. Thank the brothers that are making this possible. And I just thank the Lord for all the services. And I thought, wow, Sister Ruth, you don't need me. I needed to visit you. (laughs) But it's important. Because no matter how spiritual... We may think we are. There's still a natural part. There's still a humanness. There's still a side of us that God can take you up and talk about your future home and beyond the curtain of time. But we've all got to go back to our families and we got to go back to what we've dealt with in the last eight or ten days. Personally, how we have prayed for more close believers with COVID and they're positive and they've had the test. It's just one after the other almost every day this past 10 days. And I thought, oh, God. And then others are just stricken and they have symptoms and pray for us. Pray for me. And I'm going in to be tested. And it comes back negative and we're rejoicing and we're so happy. But I'll tell you what, friends, whether our lives are positive or negative, Jesus is always positive. The word is always the same. Our emotions might go up and they might go down. Our imaginations go up and they go down. But the word of God is just constant. He has the answers. The word is the answer. Praise be to God. It so encouraged me to know Sister Ruth was doing just fine. Sometimes we depend on one another and we depend on the group and 
Oh, it's good to look across the room and see someone praising God and someone shouting. And it, it just is good to be around believers and two or three of us get together and start fellowshipping about the things of God. But see how Satan would want to push all that aside and devalue that and, and even make you non-essential and make you think your life is just non-essential. There's nothing essential about my life. I eat food and I drink water and I'm going through life. Yeah, the sun's shining today, but it could be raining tomorrow. And we get into that attitude. Oh, here we come into this time of the year again. And Satan will glom onto a person and get them disappointed with life. And well, this happened bad, brother John, and this happened bad. And it kind of all builds up on our lives and we start to answer, uh, ask questions. Eternity has all the answers. Questions, sure. Answers, yes. God has all the answers. But what if God waits until after we have gone on, after we've been changed? What if God waits until the other side to reveal why? We went through this. What if God is waiting until we get on? And he's not the author of confusion, but he is molding character. I wonder if God is waiting until we step over to that other side to reveal things to us. Are we still going to serve the Lord? Are we still going to honor his word? If you have to stand alone and feel like you're just pressing against the rock and pressing against the rock and pressing against the rock and it's not moving, brother John. And you say, why, Lord? And why is this? And woe is me. And God might just answer right back and say, I never called you to move the rock. I called you to push. Keep pushing. Keep pressing. You say, but the walls aren't coming down, Brother Tom Frey. Oh, it's two days. And look, he got us up. Look at Joshua. He got us up for the second day. And our families. And now the now all the army. And now the musicians. And now the song leaders. And now the preachers are getting up for the third day. And it's the fourth day. And it's the fifth day. Oh, you, you are just a bunch of emotion. Yeah, you're just getting us up and... It's all just an exercise of futility. Satan will come in there. But on the seventh day, when they marched around Jericho, the walls came tumbling down. And I want to say to somebody tonight that your past might have been horrible. And there might be a lot of questions. But Rahab, we are coming after you. Rahab... We don't even know you personally. We don't even know your name. We don't even know a lot about you. A couple of the brothers slipped in. And and now here we're walking around this city. But we are coming after you. Rahab, Rahab, Rahab the harlot. Oh, you would say, Brother John, when you say Rahab, I think of a believer that was saved. Brother Eddie, I think of a, a lady that was saved and came into the message and now she's married to Brother Salmon. Well, look at them back there and they're a lovely family. But if she could come up here and sing a special with her long hair and her long dress, she'd
We need to let the older ones give their testimonies. Brother Steve Revis, you don't know this, but this week I spoke about you. Just because of a certain thing you had said and a testimony you had given about your life in Los Angeles. It was just a few words of how God brought you out of the the streets of Los Angeles, the miserable, dirty place that it was, and brought you to be a Christian. And you just said that publicly. Little do you know, I took that testimony across the border and was dealing, speaking to some teenagers and talked about Brother Stephen Revis. And he didn't even know. But his testimony was ringing out a message. What God did for Brother Stephen. How he's been forgiven much. That's why he loves much. That's why he serves the Lord. It's because he knows where God brought him from. What I was actually talking to them about was. But do you have to go to the world and get all dirty? To love the Lord much? Do you have to go out and commit adultery only to find out it doesn't satisfy you? Do you have to go out in the world and get all dirty and mixed up and make a wrong decision and then come way back around and we welcome the prodigals and we welcome them and come on back, come on back to the Lord and that's so wonderful. But what about those that have just remained faithful, kept serving God and have been here all the time? I think we need to recognize them sometimes. You don't have to go out and get dirty to come back and say, oh, I'm so thankful the Lord was able to clean me up. I thank God for his keeping power. Can we be thankful tonight? And even you in Cloverdale looking out across and seeing some of the young people that have been kept by the power of God. They have been kept from much. That's why they love the Lord so much. And I thought, Lord, help. little cabin up there and I was thinking of what brother Branham said we can eat too much we can laugh too much we can work too much we can do all kinds of things too much but we can never pray enough we can never pray enough and I thought Lord if you would just come down tonight and speak to somebody and just give them that encouragement that eternity has all the answers Stop struggling. Stop worrying. Stop fretting. Stop chewing all your fingernails. Stop staying up all late hours of night just wondering and wondering. You know, that happened to me last night. I mean, the hours were going by and the hours were going by. And I thought, Lord, is everyone okay? Is everyone okay? I went into my office and checked my phone several times. I thought, Lord, is everyone okay? Why is this burden? I just had to drop down on my knees and say, oh, God, you are an ever-present help, Lord. Be with your bride. Be with your people. And it is amazing what kind of peace will come. Just And you're able to go back and lay down and get a few hours of rest. Let's turn to Revelations chapter 7. As our time to close is coming.
Revelations chapter 7, just before we go, I just want to remind you of this. Revelations chapter 7, verse 16. Revelations chapter 7 verse 16. They shall hunger no more. Neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them nor any heat. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them. And shall lead them unto living fountains of waters. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Has anybody here ever wept before? Ever had tears? Tears of sorrow. Tears of pain. Tears of wondering why. Lord, my life is so messed up. Lord, my life is so broken. Why, Lord? Here's a promise that God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Praise the Lord. And it goes right into the next chapter as chapter 8 is the opening of the seventh seal. Verse 1, and when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Right next to a great revelation and the opening of the seventh seal is God coming to someone, giving them a personal consolation. I've got everything under my control. You don't have to cry and weep out of frustration tonight. God's got it all under control. Our last scripture is Isaiah chapter 65 in the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17. Eternal. Isaiah chapter 65. What happens with that uh, supervisor? What's happening with that co-worker? What's happening in that relationship? The former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Praise the Lord. And I thought, why do so many of us allow Satan to give us nightmares and bad dreams and like we're walking down the road in a nightmare being scared when God is trying to tell us on the other side, when you look back, you're not going to remember none of that. Sister Claris, sitting here in the service, she sent me a photo of her again this week on Friday, having another infusion, having another something put into her body to combat this something that's in her system. And I thought, isn't she incredible? 
Here's one of our elder sisters. I think she's been here to almost every service in this chapel, whether it's streaming or whether it's a live service. Sister Lisa Weber has been so faithful to pick up Sister Clara and bring her to the house of the Lord. And when you talk to Sister Clara, you wouldn't even think that she had a need in her body. You wouldn't even think that she's fighting something that is so trying to destroy her life, Brother Mark. There's something trying to destroy Sister Clara, but Sister Clara has such a faith. She has such a determination. Life isn't all about ourselves. It's about the body. It's about the young people. It's about those other sisters that are looking to Sister Clara and seeing her faith and seeing her sit there in faith believing. Yes, I saw a photo of her sitting in another chair in the in the facility this week having an infusion trying to clear out her system. But I see her tonight. I see her sitting there responding to the word. I said, God, help, give us Give all of us as believers the kind of faith that we need to have to deal with what we're going through. She would have any reason to be at home or be distance or be away. And I, we would all understand a hundred percent, but she keeps coming. She wants to be here. Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't even talked to her about this. I, I'm sure she don't think like this, but I, I'm sure she's just living her life for Christ. She's just letting it flow out to others. Just flowing out to others. Thank you, Sister Clara. Is verse 17 good news? The former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Who thinks that's a good news? In Cloverdale, by the way, who thinks that's a good news? Just raise your hand up. I can't see you, but the Lord sees you. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe somebody else will see you. Just say, yes, I believe, Lord. I, I believe the Lord knows everything that I'm going through. And when I'm on the other side and I look back, nothing negative that I'm going through, I'm not even going to remember it. Verse 18 is a good attitude to start out this next week. Be ye glad and rejoice. Forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her. Nor the voice of crying. Verse 19, speaking of our millennium. Speaking of the very thousand years before the future home. Think about it. This is what Brother Ray was singing about this morning. Just inside the eastern gate over there. If you make it before I do, just gather by the eastern gate. I thought, Brother Ray, there's got to be thousands of people around the eastern gate. There's got to be thousands of brothers and sisters just waiting around the eastern gate saying, Where are those believers down in Laodicea? Oh, to look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. Isaiah 66 verse 22 is our last verse for tonight. Right before our musicians come. But I want you just to read this with us. Isaiah 66, the last book of Isaiah. Which there's 66 books in the Bible. Isaiah with a perfect example of Christ in Isaiah Verse 22, for as the new heavens and the new earth, 
will, which I will make shall remain before me, saith the Lord. So shall your seed and your name remain. Hallelujah. I want to read verse 22. Let's all read verse 22 out loud. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, saith the Lord. So shall your seed and your name remain. It's thus saith the Lord. You are going to make it you and your offspring. I was just down on my knees saying, Lord, what can I say? What can I say to the people? And here's the last things I wrote down. Time does not have all the answers. This little chicky, this little space of time, this, this little few years that we're living down on earth does not have all the answers. Time does not heal all wounds. And if you say, oh, Brother John, I've heard that time heals all wounds. Well, talk to Brother Tom Ray tonight that's in the hospital. The last six weeks, the last seven weeks, we, we all wanted him back. We all thought that he would come back and be standing in the pulpit this morning or next Sunday morning. And time does not heal all wounds. The Lord heals all wounds. Eternity answers the questions of the breakage and of why this happened and why you have to go into heaven. Maybe just, maybe hobbling, maybe Jesus going up the hill of Calvary and say, oh my, I'm sure the angels all had their, you know, the drums going. I'm sure the trumpets. No, Jesus was bearing his cross and stumbling and stumbling and stumbling. His last steps of his life was stumbling. Stumbling. Can you help me, Mimi? Can your husband help me? Here it was. Someone like them just came out there. Help him carry up his cross. The last few steps of Jesus in his mortal life. He needed help. And you say, oh, Brother John, when we cross that ribbon tape and when we come into the stadium, it's all going to be roars. We're all going to be together. We're all going to be, you know, maybe the Lord's going to have us distance. Maybe he's going to have us in our caves. Maybe he's going to have us in our family saying, what have we done with the message? Don't you want to be found faithful until the end? Don't you want to be found faithful? Just... Lord, time does not have all the answers. Eternity has all the answers. Time does not erase all the pain. Your future home will not have any pain. Time does not remove all of the suffering. But in the book of Revelations and Isaiah, there will be no more suffering on the other side. Only eternity has all the answers. How many wants that eternal life? Who would just say, God, I want to grab a hold of that tonight. I want to grab a hold of this. As our musicians come, maybe it's a word. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Maybe it's the presence of God. Just something to anchor your heart down. Eternity has all the answers. Let's all stand to our feet. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus on earth, I long to be like him.
All through life's journey from earth to glory, I only ask to be like him. Can we find that key, brothers, and just bring it up on our screen, Brother Jonathan, so we can to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. Let's bow our heads together. God, let your Holy Spirit just come at the close of this little meeting in the cool of the evening. Here in the chapel, Lord, the fans have been turned on by the deacons. The setting sun is coming through over on this side by the Hofer family. It's just coming through on this side. We have the trees and the mountains going up this side. There in Cloverdale, there's some of the saints have gathered and they're in the atmosphere now some of the musicians are gathering to play and join their gifts now with ours on this side and in homes and out stretched out into living rooms and bedrooms you find one here and two there and a family of three and four there we are waiting on the coming of the Lord we are making ourselves ready We're standing at attention. We are standing by the grace of God. Maybe it's hard to put our shoulders back. Maybe it's hard to stand with our right hand over our forehead as it was in a salute. But the angel of the Lord is walking down, up and down the aisles. Into our hearts, into our lives, into our homes. Long after we've left the service and gone home or logged off of the computer, there's going to be a pulsation. There's going to be a thirst and a hunger. There's a groaning. There's a sighing. Oh, God, how long? How long, Lord? Tonight, rather than spending the rest of your life trying to get an answer to why, and when and this happened and we're trying to put responsibility on that person that said that or brother John they did that and why don't you just put that all down tonight on the, on the altar of your heart and say Jesus I'm not going to let that hinder me I'm not going to keep going around and around and around you're a soldier You're a daughter of God. He loves you. You're a son of God. He loves you. He looked way beyond the walls and way beyond the herd and way beyond your flesh. And he said, there's something down inside of their soul. Angel, step aside. I've got to go down there myself. I've got to let them know that eternity has all the answers tonight I wonder with every head bowed who would just say God I'm anchored to that tonight I'm anchoring down deep in my life I'm committing that to you I'm trusting you Lord I'm trusting to that unseen realm give us Lord 
brothers and sisters more and more that are looking to that, Lord God, as we close the service, as hands are lifted up and my hands are lifted up. Lord, help us, Lord, as we've been trained long enough now. And you've given us our ranks and you've given us, Lord, this time that we're living in. We've been challenged tonight by other brothers and other sisters. We've given testimonies. We've mentioned some of their names, but I know there's a whole lot more in the seen audience and in the unseen. Maybe there's a little tear coming down their face right now. There's a place we're going to where there will be no more tears. Maybe their heart is just a little bit heavy tonight as they have to go out and drive out of there drive away from the camp drive away from the church or someone's waiting and they want to hear every note that brother benjamin sister joanne brother louise brother ken brother joseph brother ryan brother Derek, brother mark brother jeremy can you just play another song can you just play another one I don't want to leave. I don't want to go. Oh, God, give us more brotherly kindness. Or every time the doors are open, we want to be there. We want to see one another. And if God knows your difficulty. That's what he said tonight. I know. But the answers aren't in time. They're in eternity. Lord Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for the new birth and your Holy Spirit and the presence that we sense right now coming through this building and down. We thank you for when we go, there's still that hunger and thirst. Don't ever take it away, Lord. Don't ever take your Holy Spirit from us. Don't ever let our hearts become so hard and and callous. Oh, Jesus, soften our hearts with oil. Let our lives, Lord, be like those of old that stood when everything was crashing around them, but they stood. We're looking to the unseen tonight. We pray for our brothers and our sisters. Brother Derek didn't know. Brother Ryan didn't know last week when we were singing that song. Brother Ryan was singing that song. We didn't find out till Monday when one of our translators emailed us and let us know that one of our brothers was going into prison at that very moment. And the anchor holds, the anchor holds. Little did any of us know. But our translator was weeping as the brother was coming into the jail, being coming into his months of sentencing, but he got out a message. And the voice from this very chapel, the singing from Cloverdale Bible Way came across the oceans. It was the last words that he heard before he surrendered his own. The anchor holds. Oh, God. 
be with that brother tonight, Lord. Be with his wife. Be with his children in the church, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to be so nearsighted. Forgive us, God, if we've been so carnal. If we've lost the vision and lost our touch. Forgive us, Lord, if we've lost our passion and something for you, Lord. Our love for one another, if we've lost it somewhere in the battle, forgive us, Lord. I know it encouraged Brother Ryan and Brother Derek when they got the email the next day. Brothers, I just wanted you to know, before he deleted the messages, he had to. The song of the anchor hold was coming into his heart. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. If somebody's heart has become hardened, if somebody's away from you, restore their right mind and bring them back to their ought-to-be condition, Lord. You're not going to lose one of your children. Not one of your sheep are going to be lost. You are doing whatever it takes to win them back to you, Lord. As we close tonight, Lord Jesus. We're not going into a jail cell. We're not going into a... We're free people. We can drive, we can sleep, we can drink, we can go, we can go to the ocean, we can help us, Lord, to love you more. Help us, Lord, to embrace every moment we have until that day you call us, until that glorious day of the change when we can get into that other side and look back and say, oh, I understand, oh, it was for this reason. It was the providence of God. I allowed that hurt in your life for a reason. It was to help somebody else. I think every person here would say, it's okay, Lord, it's okay. If it was for that, it's okay, Lord. It's all right, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, bless your people. Bless the family of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Brother Ryan and Brother Derek, help us now. Sing the song before we go. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. Let's just love him a little.
sang all across the globe by brothers and sisters around this world in the message when you they sing this song you can feel the Holy Spirit like a surge blowing into the wings of believers sisters and brothers around and it came from brother Mark friends we look at one another and we're so calm and we take each other for granted do you know that there's people right in this building They're going to be in heaven and walk on streets of gold. Some of our young people and our middle-aged and elders and musicians and song leaders and ministers are going to be in the rapture. Our deacons, our trustees, those in Cloverdale, those those around the world, they're going to be walking in a future home. It's more than a fantasy. It's real. We can sing and we can shout and we can preach. But when we walk out of these doors, we're still human. God's trying to give us a little word of encouragement. Some days ago, it was last Monday morning when this dropped down into our heart. Eternity has all the answers. It was like, it's okay. It's okay then. Eternity has all the answers. Joy? Eternity has all the answers. You say, well, I don't have the answer. I don't know why. Eternity has it. Brother Ethan, you don't have to worry no more. You don't have to struggle. It's not us striving. He's already made the way. You, you just got to walk in it. Just walk down the road. Just give it up. Give up everything. 
wait till over there to relax and say, God, I'm not meaning sliding. I'm just, I, is that really true? Why did I fret so much? Why did I, why did I just let things get so heavy on me? Why did I look at it like that? Don't wait till then. He's trying to reveal himself. He's given you bridges. He's given you inspiration, Brother Cobus. He's given you pulsations from the other side. It's worth it all, Brother Cobus. It's worth every line. It's worth every sentence. It's worth everything. Virus took his job, took everything, laid him off. He's serving God. Just give it all to God. The world's lost there. They're losing money. They're losing time. They're losing. Marriages are falling apart. People's crumbling, falling. It doesn't have to happen to you. Trust God this week. Just trust Him. Just trust Him. Let's sing this again. I'm going to ask Brother Ken Andes. Nice to have you and Sister Joyce here. Come and close in a word of prayer. I think it's okay. Amen. Let's sing this. Brother Mark Aho wrote this. We can sing it for the glory. Oh, set your way. back the cameras brother Caleb and brother Michael and we see you on the other side there we can see you in the balcony down below God bless you brother Ken just dismiss us in a word of prayer God's wonderful it's good to be gathered in his presence he's here amen so let's pray our heavenly father We're thankful from each of our hearts to you for your presence here with us. We know your presence is with us because you have spoken your holy message in this end time. And the seed of that is deep within our soul. Nothing can move it out. Our womb, our soul womb has closed to anything else other than your pure word. And it's on that which we live day by day. We thank you, Lord, for the lives of those that are here within the sound of this message tonight at Cloverdale and here at the camp. We're thankful how you've led us and guided us 
in the years since we were little children to now still in this hour of hardship and trials, still giving you praise and thanksgiving for your faithfulness. You are faithful, Lord, and your word is true. And the heaven and earth will pass away, but your words will not pass away. I pray your blessing, Lord, upon each family and each individual that hears this sermon tonight in the, in their homes, in their cars, in their apartments, wherever it might be, out in the field somewhere. But Lord, you're faithful and true. So I pray that your blessings will be upon the people. And your divine healing will be spread to their hearts and manifested because we believe you, Lord. It's not how much faith we have. It's the quality, the essence of that faith of your word in your word that will bring it to pass. We pray that miracles and signs and wonders and deliverances and healings will be among your people in the privacy of their home in the gathering together when they're allowed to. Lord Jesus, you're almighty God. You are not hindered by anything. And we are trusting you and believing you, for we have seen your mighty hand move so often. In Jesus Christ's name, we commit this service to you and the message that was spoken. We pray that you'll bless the ministers of the assembly. And all those that participate in following you wholeheartedly. In Jesus Christ's name, we ask these blessings. Amen. God bless you tonight. You're dismissed here in the chapel and there in Cloverdale. And those in your homes, may the presence of God be with you. And keep praying for one another and being sensitive. Amen. Maybe this week is the week we'll hear that little call and that nudge let's be ready to go god bless all of you you're dismissed in the name of the lord brother derek's gonna lead us in a song amen